So I'm actually up here apart from thanks to do the reading for this morning and I'm going to be reading from the book of Luke uh, chapter 1 and I'm reading from verse 26 to verse 38. In the sixth month God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth a town in Galilee to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this was. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid. Mary, you have found favour with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, said Mary, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. And then the angel left her. Amen. May God's name be blessed through the public reading of his word. Uh, I think it's time for the young people, uh, those who are from year 10 and above, to go with uh, John T and Anna to their youth uh, session. Wasn't that video great? It's very clever and well done. I'm, I'm very grateful to each and every one of you who have contributed to the video. That video is also going to be uh, put online, but also we're aiming to show that video um, on Christmas Eve when we do the outreach outside uh, where Ruth Short is, is um, leading and um, guiding us with that. Just to remind you that there is a, a carol service um, tonight. And you've got all the information sent to you on the email. And if you um, have not got that email, just drop a line on the chat box. Or if you're here and you haven't got that email, just let me know um, as we say goodbye after the service. And then I'll make sure you've got it. Um, it's great that we've got this opportunity to, to mark our waiting and our longing for God. Today we're going to be thinking about another character which actually is, um, is yeah, it's at the centre of fulfilling a promise that was made from the beginning, from Genesis 3.15, when God promised that he was going to bring a deliverer. We're going to be thinking about Mary this young lady who was given 
this responsibility, this task to carry the promise of God and to see herself as part of that. Um, this story is recorded in Luke, but other Gospels have recorded it as well. But, but Luke gives a very, very um, important message here by telling us about Mary. Um, the Gospel of Luke starts with uh, Luke's statement of why has he written the Gospel. If you open Luke chapter 1, uh, verses uh, 3 and 4, it says, I have investigated everything, the stories, from the beginning, and it's also, it seems good to record every account for you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the certainty of the things that you have been taught. The certainty of things that you have been taught. And we go later on in chapter 1 and we read the story of Mary. The, the way that the, the video showed it, it was, it's amazing because it's really the true reaction of what, what um, the, the, when you've got that encounter of an angel. But I just want to say that from the human side of things, I think that's, that's how far we can go. It's still very weak in the, in the grand scale of having the angel who is in the presence of the Lord come and appear to you. I don't think there is any film or I don't think that there is any phenomenon that can express it uh, very accurately. We're very limited. And yet we've got this young lady who's in the midst of her daily life, in the midst of her daily routine. And the Lord appears to her through the angel. This is not just a good part of the story. This is not just something that we have to, to really appreciate because it's amazing. We've got this young girl who God appears. I mean, I, I, all this week I've tried to think, what, what would I do? And I'm not a young girl. But it's, it's phenomenal. And yet, Luke picks up this great dialogue that happens between the angel and the young Mary. And he has picked it so we can know the certainty of the things that you have been taught. So we can know the certainty that this good news of the gospel is true. Then when we say, Emmanuel, God is with us, is not just a phrase, is not just a banner, is not just something that we say easily. No, God is with us. God is with us even when it doesn't make sense. And the example of Mary is that that doesn't make sense. But somehow the angel says, God 
has shown favour upon you. What a great way to start a conversation. God has chosen you. God has shown favour for you, Mary. The Lord is with you. Rightly overwhelmed, rightly frightened of the, from the fear of the angel, but also you see Mary take in the message that the angel has got. So it's, it's interesting how we see Mary feature in the whole chapter of Luke 1 and later on in Luke chapter 2, it says that Mary listened and saw everything that was happening and she treasured them in her heart. Mary listened to God's words of who this son and how this son of God is going to be acting. Who is he? The child has got the name Jesus later on in 131. Actually, Jesus means Savior. It's the same name that was used for Joshua, Yeshua. He is going to be the deliverer. He is going to be the one who is going to save his people. The son will not only be great, but he will be the son of the Most High God. What does this title signify? Does it designate Christ as a divine son, the eternal second person of Trinity? The Son of the Most High would refer to the promises that were made to David and his descendants when he would be called God's Son. Have a look at 2 Samuel. Have a look at Psalm 89. However, this is not just that. Because Gabriel adds later, uh, and what Gabriel adds later, we're almost certain, right, to see that the Son of the Most High is both a reference to Jesus as one of David's line, but also it's unique. It's a unique name given to Son of God, which is the eternal Son. Later on he says he will be the Son of David, verse 32. He is the promised Messiah that is going to come from the Davidic line. Matthew does a good job with that genealogy. But he will reign as a, as a, as a king. He, he will reign as an everlasting king on the throne of David to fulfill the hopes and the aspirations of God's people, Israel. And then he talks about the reign over the house of Jacob. Those promises that God made to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob. This is another way to say that Mary's son will be the seed of Abraham, the one who will bring the blessing to the nations of the world, and not just only Israel. And verse 33, this son will have a kingdom which will be everlasting. Not just the deity of Christ, but also the, the whole 
eternal picture of the Messiah. He will be the one who is going to establish the kingdom of God and he will be the one who is going to overcome the devil, the Satan, the tempter, the thief, the one who is going to deliver the human race from devil's power. So the, the angel throws all this theology to Mary, this young lady, and she, she takes it in. We, we don't know about Mary's upbringing. We don't know what things she, she had learned and how she was trained to trust God. But one thing that we see here is that she's got this attitude to listen And to not only hear about the favor that God has shown upon her, but to be receiving that. She listens to the words of the angel, of who Christ is going to be. And Luke chapter 2, 19 says, and she treasures them. Here we've got Mary, a young lady, shown favor from God, interacting with the angel that sits and stands in the presence of the Lord. What is her attitude? Behold, I am just a servant. Let it be to me according to to your word. The NIV says, may it be to me as you have said. And then the angel leaves her. So in this kind of um, journey of Advent, we've been talking about different things. We've been talking, we, we started with that opportunity that actually um, we, we can learn from the shortcomings of people. We spoke about Zechariah and Elizabeth, and the, the, the challenge was for us to lean forward. And if we say that Jesus Christ is my living hope, then um, I, I, it, it really changes the way that I, I want for God to be at work in my life. So it's that posture of the heart to lean forward in this Advent season. And then we carried on talking a little bit about the fulfillment of the promises. And we talked about the idea of behold your God. Behold the promises of your God. Embrace and trust Him. And last Sunday, we talked a little bit about John the Baptist and that, that challenge to, to rejoice and keep that joy on track with God's words. So what is the challenge that I've got for Mary? Oh, in the light of what we, I haven't got it for Mary. Mary was challenged enough. Um, but what is the challenge that I've got for myself and for you in the light of the story of Mary? And I think it's, it's a very good attitude to have during Advent. And we can learn not only from Mary's attitude, but 
carry on reading her song later on, the way that she expresses her worship. But it starts with that big phrase that Luke has picked up for us. Behold, here I am, your servant. Let it be to me according to your word. Behold, here I am. In the midst of the disruption and inconvenience, in the midst of injustice, in the midst of it doesn't make sense, in the midst of uh, unclarity about guidelines, in the midst of changing of plans because we cannot meet anymore with family, in the midst of fear, in the midst of frustration, in the midst of unknown, in the midst of don't know what's going to happen in three, six months times with jobs and the certainty and the future. This morning, I want us to identify with Mary. And actually, not only identify, because it's good that we think respectfully of her, but this morning, I want us to learn from Mary. I want us to learn from that heart's posture that, yes, I, I have noticed that your promises are true. Yes, I have been given the truths of who your son is. And I'm so pleased that I have encountered him and I've accepted him as my Lord, as my Savior, as my King, as my Master. This is where the rubber hits the road. Yes, I know this truth, but this truth needs to align. They need to calibrate. I need to calibrate my heart. And in this season of Advent, I say, Behold, here I am, Lord. I am your servant. Let it be to me according to your word. That submission and obedience. Lord, I am at your disposal. That's the commitment that we do in Advent. It's not just the waiting. It's not just the longing. But it's our part in it to say, but as we wait... Here we are. Fulfill your promises. Fulfill your truth. Give us life. Allow us to be who we need to be, who you want us to be. Behold, here I am as as an individual. Let it be to me according to your word. Behold, Lord, here we are as Cairns Road. Let it be to us according to your word, for whatever things you've called us to be. When we did the candle lightning, lighting, we said that the fourth candle is the sign of our stillness. When we allow God's peace to protect our hearts and our minds. 
And I've chosen those words um, especially because I think that behold, here is your servant goes back to back with a peace that comes from God. It's not a peace of the world. It's not just the word peace. But first and foremost is peace with God. And then it's because of that peace of God, because of that peace with God, you are in that position of stillness and submission and obedience. So the question that I have this morning for myself is, am I accepting God's peace to rule, to come, and to protect my heart and my mind in the midst of what's going on? Do I want that? And if I want that, what am I going to do about it? Because actually, in the Scriptures, we're asked to pursue peace. Here we've got Mary, this young lady, who's been given an impossible task with a, a tremendous and extraordinary responsibility. She totally understands. I think um, we asked the questions, Mary, did you know in that song we played in the beginning of the service? I think she knew some of it. But is this, is this where we are? with that availability of our hearts this morning. I want to finish with uh, just reading again those verses from verse 34 to the end. And I want to give us a moment to pause, whether you're at home or here, and then we will all pray together. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be barren is in her six months. For nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. And then the angel left her. Let's pause for a moment and pray.
in the light in the light of those truths of who the son will be lord jesus thank you that you were given the name jesus to save us to deliver us thank you that you are the son of the most high god thank you that you are the fulfillment of the promises that were made to david to abraham to jacob to isaac and thank you that that blessing is extended not only to the jewish people but to us as well and thank you that your kingdom is everlasting lord these are the words that we need to hear this morning when we're baffled by so much uncertainty around us lord help us to be taught by mary this morning and we do start with that attitude of our hearts here we are lord as individuals and as a church with a mandate of us to go and be the bearers and the spreaders of the good news of jesus here we are let it be to me and to us according to your word in jesus name amen amen